Blog Talk Radio. Wonderful Monday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And I hope everybody is having a hey, had a great weekend. All right, we got a great show planned for you today, and uh, I cannot wait to get started. A lot of information uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try and put a little clarity on some things that's going on from this weekend to. Uh, this upcoming election and um, man, just a lot, okay? (laughs) I got to slow down, brain running too fast. We have a lot to talk about, man, and uh, we're going to try and get it in within this two-hour time frame. If not, we may go over a little bit, uh, but I'll let you know if that happens, okay? Now, before we get started, Y'all know we what y'all know the routine. I gotta go and let you know how you can be a part of the show because I do highly encourage 
and uh, you to call in with your opinions and comments on anything we're talking about. Or even if you have something a little different you want to add to it that may, you know, be in relation uh, to what we're talking about, that's fine, too. But we got two hours. It's called Let's Talk, and that's what we're going to do. All right, so let me tell you how you be a part of the show. The first and easiest way is just give me a call at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletslegstalk at gmail.com. Our chat room is open at www.blogblogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah, and you can also hit me up on Twitter at Driven4FORLife62. So those are all the ways we can um, you can be a part of the show and we can talk to each other. And as I said before, I look forward to hearing what you have to say you know, in conjunction with what I put out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just that easy, just that easy. And we're going to run right on through it. But, of course, y'all know how this show works, right? Y'all know how it works. We got to give you some music first. And, you know, I was sitting here trying to think of what am I going to play today? You know, it's Monday. You know, some of you at work, some of you sitting home. And, you know, just what am I going to play? Is it going to be new? Is it going to be old? Is it going to be in between? Well, I just closed my eyes and picked two songs. <laughs> but you know what? I think they're good songs. Yes, I do. So here we go. We're going to start you off with the Temptations and bring you some J-Red right behind it with Step Out. Y'all enjoy. See y'all in about eight minutes. Baby, if we didn't keep you from walking out that door. 
Man is born in here. DJ, you got some J-Red? Step out. Hell yeah. This is your boy Jay Red, the nephew. And I got a brand new dance for y'all. Y'all ready for it? Let's step out.
your two songs of the day. Hey, first some temptations, and I ain't too proud to beg. I know you wanna leave me. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's what that this administration is saying right about now. I know you wanna leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Yeah, that's how Trump is feeling right now because. They're losing support, man. They're losing big-time support in their own their own party. But anyway, we'll get to that here in a minute. But anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk. The second song was Jay Red and Step Out. You know, that's for you swingers and you line dancers and all that good stuff out there listening. You know, some of y'all like that stuff, Jack. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. It really is not. If you can get the steps, do it. Do it. Do it. All right, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, this is Let's Talk with Blog Talk Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, uh, yeah, we got a great show planned for you. If you want to talk to me today about anything that I'm talking about or something you want to add, just give me a call at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletslettstalk at gmail.com. All right? And by chance you have another way of contacting me, you can hit me up like that too. Hey, I'll take all comers, okay? <laughs> hey, no problem, no problem. Okay, so anyway, with all that out the way, it's time to get on with the get on and let's talk and let's have us some conversation because, as I said before, we got a lot to talk about. And we're not going to try and rush this thing um, because there's a lot of information and insight and Oh, man, there's just a lot to talk about, put it that way. There's a lot to talk about. And as I say, we're not going to rush. we got two hours plus to talk about this, and there's no need to rush, right? Right. Okay. So, and also, if by chance you want to comment on thing, I'm talking about at the moment, make sure you press 1 on your keypad if you're on the switchboard, and uh, let me know you want to come in and make a comment. And uh, we'll bring you on in, and we'll let you get your say on the mic on air, okay? And, of course, there's the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. You can also go in there, create a username. It won't cost you anything. And you can also chat it up in the chat room with me and other individuals that may be in the chat room at that time, okay? We just ask that you keep it clean. You know, no attacking of anyone. And... uh we we be good to go. We're good to go. <laughs> See how easy that is? I know. Sometimes we make it harder than it has to be. We really do. And we, we don't have to. We don't. We, we really don't have to. But we do. Why? Because we're only human, right? We're only human. But with that being said, with that being said, let's get on with the get on. Okay, so over this weekend, they had um, this virtual graduation program on the, uh, a couple of the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, and all that good stuff. And, you know, you had um, some special guests show up, you know, to give their two cents. Highlighted by President, former President Obama, you know, giving um, commencement speech to some, some of the graduates of 2020. And um, and this was for HBCUs. Now, the interesting uh, part about this was the some of the comments that were made by 
former President Obama. Now, of course, there was no name calling because we know, you know, he, he's not going to actually call any names out, what have you. But by chance, <laughs> everybody knew who he was talking about. You know what I mean? Everybody knew who he was talking about. And because of that, there was a whole lot of talk going on afterwards yesterday. And we're going to bring you some of the highlights, you know. And it was, I mean, what he said, what President Obama said during during this um, the commencement speech was very straightforward. It really was. It was a straightforward observation. And it, it was one of those things that needed to be said by someone that is respected throughout the nation, I guess you could say like that. Because we know everybody doesn't respect President Obama. Everybody don't like President Obama. But a majority of American citizens do. So with him coming out and saying what he said, I think it, it kind of puts the the exclamation point behind what the Americans American um, are feeling right now, as as far as this COVID nineteen pandemic thing is going. Um, yeah. So let's get to what he said. He said the coronas. Coronavirus pandemic has exposed a lack of leadership in the U.S. More than anything, this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Yeah, let's read that one more time. The coronavirus pandemic has exposed a lack of leadership in the U.S. More than anything, this pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge don't know what they're doing. Okay, yeah, I missed that word. (laughs) A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Now, you know, a a lot of people were upset with, with what was said there. I mean, that's just, you know, one of the little snippets that was said. He said a, a few other things as well. But I think this that statement there was one of the most <clears throat> telling telling uh, statements as far as the way the American public feels. And it's true. It's true. This pandemic has actually shown uh, exactly what the United States is about, what this so-called leadership we have in place is about, and they continue. And the bad, the, the sad thing about it is, they continue to show lack of leadership. You know, a good leader, regardless of what's going on, how it's going. Number one, it's going to take responsibility. It's going to take responsibility. Okay. Number two, you know, your, your priority is going to be on the American public. The American public, especially when you have something like this pandemic where a lot of people are dying, you know, uh, there's uh, lack of equipment, things of that nature. But this administration seems to not really care. They don't care about that. Um, It's something else that's going on um, that ties in with why the leadership is acting in the way they are. And we're going to cover that here in a little bit. But, you know, after that, Trump yesterday, when asked about 
the, the comments President Obama made, it was simple. He said uh, <laughs> that President Obama was an incompetent president. That's all I got to say, grossly incompetent. Yeah, grossly incompetent. You know, that 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 is interesting. That's interesting. Now, I'm not saying Obama was a perfect president. I'm not saying that because that cannot be said. Given the situation we're in, compared to HN1, they were totally, they're being totally handled two separate ways. Now, some some could make the argument. I see you 310. I'll get you in a minute. Some could say that, uh, well, you know, those were two different situations. Yeah, two different viruses or what have you. Yeah. But could they have turned out the same way? Yeah. But lack of leadership, lack of leadership is the issue. Now, you know, being a veteran, I can tell you a little bit about leadership. And what we have right now is not it. Okay, I, I, I'm just going to be straight up. In my opinion, of course, I, you know, because you have to say that these days. In my opinion, yeah, we have, we don't have the leadership. But it's okay. Because... Um, but it's not okay. But hopefully here shortly in a few months, that can be remedied. If not, well, you got four more years of this type of leadership. So it's up to you. I'm not telling you which way or not. I'm just putting it out there. Okay? <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Um, yeah. So, you know, but, but when you call another president incompetent, you know, um, especially when your administration, you know, you have people that have quit, people have gone to prison, and we're going to cover a little bit about that as well. Um, and now you actually have some of your own party that's deciding not to go with what you want and actually are warning you some of the things that you're asking for right now. You shouldn't be asking for it because you have to be careful what you wish for. Yeah. That's what Lindsey Graham told him. And we, we're going to cover that in a little bit as well. You know, you have um, your fine inspector generals left and right because they're deciding, you know, because uh, they're probing things you don't want them to probe, number one. Um, whistleblowers come in for, and you don't like anything like that because they're telling what's really going on. And you don't want that the truth really coming out. You rather live behind the facade that you your belief that you're doing such a great job you and your administration. Well, what you're saying is one thing, but what the American people are feeling are totally different. And it, it makes it very interesting to say the least. But we we we're not gonna get into that because that's a little bit more going on than that. But before I go any further, let me go and get this call in here real quick because I don't I don't want them to miss uh their point they're going to make and hope maybe talking about this right here. All right, so, Erico 310, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where are you calling me from? It is Tom. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fine, Tom. How are you? I'm doing as well as I can right now, you know. Hang it in. Hang it in. Oh, I understand. We all are. Man, so, <laughs> yep. I was just kind of hearing you. I was I was just kind of hearing you talk for a bit, and I think you're being mm-hmm. too kind here. And I and I really respect you trying to be kind, but let's be honest. This president is a moron, a complete moron. Like, and I and anyone that supports this 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 
this guy. What I really would like to understand is this. Let's just look at the last four four months. Let's actually just look at the last two months, right? Let's just pretend mm-hmm. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's pretend like he didn't ignore the coronavirus in January and February and do nothing about it, even though he 100% did. But let's just imagine right. that, that it wasn't possible to do anything, even though it was. Over the last two months, he has accomplished nothing. And I want you to answer this and think about this. And anyone that supports this guy, I want to think about this. We have made no progress at all after being inside for two months on what it's going to mean to go back out, out, aside. If, if a restaurant opens, no one knows the standards for testing you're going to have to get to get into the restaurant. No, the testing is still not available to the vast majority of actual people, right? Like, right. this guy, we are the United States of America. We have all the money in the effing world to bail out corporations, we can bail out airlines, but we are not spending the money on purpose to do testing because this guy doesn't want to reveal how many tests we actually have. And so what you're doing hmm. is you are now guaranteeing that even when the quarantine is affected, no matter where you are, these businesses are screwed because being like people, the invisible monster, the, the lead up to something, People always build it up in their head as being much worse than it actually is, right? And the issue that we're dealing with right now is that because there's no testing, because nobody knows the exact numbers, because nobody knows if you go into a restaurant what they're going to do to make sure that other people don't actually have this, if you go into a business, if you go into anywhere except a supermarket, like, because no one knows any of that stuff, everyone is thinking the worst possible scenario, and they're going to continue to do it. So even if they do reopen the economy, you're going to be looking at at least 50% of people that are going to be terrified to go outside of their homes because they just don't know what we're up against because this government, Donald Trump administration, and let's not just put it on this guy because that's too easy. The entire Republican Party that is allowing this guy to do this is an effing joke. We've lost the ability to analyze facts. Those are the real facts. Those are the real facts, and that's just the beginning, right? Let's not even go into right. the fact that this guy, in a freaking the best period of time, one of the best economic periods of time we've ever been in, starting from 2016 on, cut taxes, gave on corporations when we should have been raising taxes on like corporations when they were when they were doing better, re-implementing mm-hmm. trickle-down economics that has been proven over and over and over again to fail. And what happened? All these corporations, did they take the money they saved from taxes and give people raises and hire a lot more people? No. Of course not. They bought back their <laughs> own stuff to keep the price right. going up. And now that their stock is in the tank and they've spent all the money that they saved from these tax cuts, they're going to get bailouts. Like, anyone that supports hmm. this guy is just a complete, just ignores facts. They just people just ignore facts if they're inconvenient to them now. I'm sorry. Yes, to a certain extent, there's nothing that could have been done. But I, I just want someone to imagine. Can you even imagine if Obama was president during this period of time, the stuff that they would be saying about him? Can you even, can you oh. even begin to imagine? Obama was a fantastic president. No, he wasn't perfect, just like you're saying. He wasn't perfect. Right. But the guy did a lot of positive things. A lot of really positive things. 
inherited one of the worst economies of all time. You know, surprise, surprise, mm. it seems a little bit over and over and over again for anyone studying. What exactly happened? Reagan literally mm. spends the country into the effing ground, followed by Bush, who spends the country into the ground, followed by Clinton, who has to come in and clean up the mess. George Bush. Yes. Sends the country into the ground, followed by Obama, who has to come clean up a mess. Donald Trump sends the country into the effing ground, followed by someone who's going to have to come clean up the mess. This is a pattern. Like anyone, yeah. all the people that support Trump, all the people that support Trump are the exact people he's effing over. It is like, it is, we are the only country in the world where the poor people openly support I'm sorry I'm venting. I just I just can't believe I choose to believe that the news is maybe not a good indication because I think it's too extreme one way or another. They're either too unsupportive <laughs> of the guy or too in favor of him. I believe that human beings will vote this guy out of office. I don't care if there's COVID-19. I don't care what disease. I'm going to show up and vote this guy out of office in November. <laughs> I don't care what the state of the world is. I'm getting him out. So, there's my two cents. All right, thank you, Tom. Yeah, you know what? You made some great. You made some great points. You really did. And like you said, there is a pattern. There is a pattern. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. And if, like you said, if, if, if President Obama was in office and this was going on now, trust me, he would be out. They would find a way to get him out. But can you imagine what they'd be saying? Like, can you even imagine what they'd be saying if this was him in charge right now? Mm. They would be like. They would, they would be calling this the Obama virus. They would be saying, mm-hmm. like, he basically caused this. Like, anyway. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. And I think that, you know, that the difference here also is, as I mentioned before, it's, I want to say the style, but it's not even the style. It's the leadership. There is none right now. And that and the ones that are trying to advise and give the right information so the American people can feel safer and know exactly what they have to do and what is going on are, are being ostracized, called names, you know, uh, kicked to the, to the back of the room because of an ego. Let's, let's be honest, a narcissistic ego, <laughs> you know, that, that you won't be in charge. However, you don't want to take responsibility for anything. Let's blame it on everybody else, but who the blame belongs on right now? You. You ignored it. You said it was a host. You said it was another Democratic host. You said, oh, it'll be gone by April when, when, the, when the heat comes out. Well, dang. Now the American public is suffering. I mean, really suffering, believe it or not. And, and one thing you more worried about, and it is not the people, is about trying to start the economy. Why, why, why is that such a big, big issue with you? Because that's the only thing you were running on to begin with. Exactly. You, and just, and think, the best economy there is. And, we, and, and if you don't know it, that's not the truth yeah. because you inherited a great economy. It just got better along the way right. until you decided to screw it up. He inherited a great economy and then purposely stretched it to points it shouldn't have gone to. But, like, at the same time, right. the guy has spent the whole – that entire party, the whole party has spent – and I think it's really important. And, and too, too often –
it's important to not talk about Donald Trump. It's important to talk about the Republican Party because if people just look at this as Donald Trump, once he's out of office, the Republican Party will still be around. Like, Thank you. I mean, just go go back in time with me. If I if I took a time machine to 2012 and you asked me, you told me uh, Donald Trump's going to be president in 2016. How do you think that's going to go? I would have been like, oh, it's going to be an effing disaster because he's freaking Donald Trump. He's like one of the stupidest people that's ever lived. He's like a blowhard who inherited $3 billion. He's barely managed mm. to get himself wealthier in literally the easiest industries in the world. The casino industry mm. is an industry where you hand me $5 and I hand you one. And the real estate industry mm. is an industry where if I buy a building in New York City and go into a coma for 40 years, I wake up richer. Like, they're literally <laughs> the world's easiest right. industries that can only be done by wealthy, wealthy people. So this man should deserve no credit at all. But who cares? Like, if you make Donald Trump president, he's a moron. What's more upsetting is the party around him that has propped this up and allowed this to actually happen. And basically what you're seeing is the Tea Party, the Tea Party of like the uh, of, of that party, which was their basically extreme faction, just turned into the right. Trump cult. And now these people are yeah. kowtowing to it. And it's like, man, we just have to never, ever let these people get in power again. Like, we just always have to remember this because, look, Anyone that will argue, oh, the Democrats and the Republicans are the exact same, I will give them the benefit of, of the doubt. Some of the Democrats are not great either, right? Some of the Democrats take right. lots of campaign money and do things that they shouldn't. But I think the main difference between Democrats and a Republican is that you and I, I presume, are both like Democrats, right? And the key I think well, you and I have been saying and the key that you and I have been saying here is you and I don't sit here and be like, Obama was right about everything he ever did. He's a god. Or, like, the Democrats are degraded and the Republicans are <laughs> die. It's not like that. Right. Like, I think Democrats are more likely to just look at a series of facts and then make a decision that is the best decision to make based off those facts. It's like, like the Republicans have spent four years railing on how Obamacare is the worst thing that's ever happened. And guess what? Now 30 million people don't have jobs, and all the jobs in America are tied are all the health care in America is tied to jobs. So now you have all these people mm-hmm. who are still going to get sick, still have to go to hospitals, still have to go to doctors, right. and who ends up paying for that? It's the American people anyway. We're going to get taxed anyway. to pay for the fact that, that they don't have insurance because the government didn't like them. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just asinine. Like, it's just asinine. People just need to think. They just need to think. And you know, it, it's interesting that you bring you bring that up because you know there's actually a case sitting waiting for the Supreme Court to talk about uh, Obamacare because you know um, this administration is still trying to get rid of Obamacare even even now during this time they're still trying to get rid of Obamacare now you just like you said all these people losing their jobs no health care you get rid of Obamacare something that is helping them, believe it or not, then what do you have? <laughs> you know, uh, just a whole nother issue altogether. Oh, I lost Tom. I'm sorry. So, you know, where is the leadership? And and Tom is right. And y'all heard me say it here on the show many, many times. Congress, you know, is the problem. And y'all know I, I've been on the Republican, the Senate, like crazy. Because none of them, none of them have, you know, stood up. Uh, uh, to this guy and say, look, this is wrong. No, we shouldn't be doing this. But no, 
Cowtowing, bowing their head. Yes, Master Trump. Yes, yes, Your Majesty. Yes, King. Yeah, that's where we are. No leadership, none whatsoever. But <laughs> woo, this leads me right to where I want to go. Yeah, it does. Um, so you know, Tom, Tom hit it right on the head. Hit it right on the head. You know, and, and I, I try not to do the comparison between the two, but he's right. If this would have been the Obama Obama administration, uh, oh man, can you imagine the Republicans? Oh my goodness, can you imagine? Could you imagine what? Oh, I'm telling you, they would have tried to get him out of there on the rail quickly, quickly. But you know, this is a different president, a different administration, and we're seeing the difference between the two what leadership actually looks like and what it doesn't look like and y'all know i try and keep it you know pretty neutral pretty much most of the time but in this instance i can't do that i can't because <laughs> there's no way to be neutral in this this administration sucks right now they really do um now let's go back to him calling president obama incompetent and grossly incompetent you know, it, 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 it's interesting because you have a whistleblower, the top scientist, Dr. Rick Bright, you know, that was fired. And he testified in front of the Senate last week, and, you know, he basically told it all. You know, lives were lost because of inaction un, and the un, unheeded warnings. They didn't listen to the warnings. He didn't care about the warnings. You know Why? Not to say he would have changed his mind anytime soon anyway, but what 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 is what was going on is it's an election year. Only thing he was getting out he was thinking about doing is getting out, doing his rallies, coming up with his catchphrases, and and and, and getting his base riled up and ready. That's what it was. Okay, the whistleblower blow also said the administration pushed vastly expanded use of unproven drugs. And we <laughs> There's no no lie about that. We heard that come out of his own mouth. Now, he said he was saying some of it sarcastically. Yeah, no, that's not what was going on. All right, when he said it, he meant it. You know, and even Dr. Fauci and, and Dr. Burks, you know, the looks on their faces when they came out of his mouth was like, I can't believe this guy is saying this. I, I can't believe he's saying this because... They didn't, you know, I'm sure they briefed him, no, you don't need to say that. But once again, you know, your ego got in the way, and that's what you wanted to say. That's what you felt. You know, because you are the big boss man in charge. You know, just like when when um, the governors wanted to open the state, he said, I have the presidency has told, the president has total control. I tell them when to open the, 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 the country back up, their states back up. Once again, another boss with nothing behind it. Nothing behind it because he couldn't do it anyway. Ego. Ego. Um, and then, you know, his cronies up there, they're just as bad. One was on one of the news shows this son, this yesterday and, and said the CDC let the country down. The CDC let the country down. Are you kidding me? The CDC? After they gave you a guideline of how the country should reopen back up. Yeah. 
But you and your crew decided to put that on the shelf because you didn't like the 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 the, the, the recommendation that we're giving you. So you decided you want to put that up on the shelf somewhere. We do it our way. What type of leadership is that? That's not that's not even democratic. That's uh, dictatorship, authoritarian. I mean, pick, take your pick. Bull crap is what it is. And to top it off, then you're going to call the whistleblower who's trying to let the American public know what's really going on. You called him a creep. A creep and a disgruntled employee and accused him of being a partisan who fabricates stories and spew lies. Well, unfortunately, I kind of believe what he said over what the, what the, what the president said. I'm not going to uh, and the administration. I'm sorry. Because facts, looking at the facts. Dr. Rick Bright is telling what's, what's really is telling the truth. It's simple. It's simple. And it's not about trying to uh, uh, make the people happy or get the people back to work or make sure, you know, they have the necessary stuff because there's still hospitals, nurses, doctors, people out here uh, reusing masks and things because there's just not enough. Even after the governors, some of the governors of these states have gone out and, and purchased these items for their hospitals, for their state, the government comes in and take them and put them up and stockpile them somewhere. What does that say about how you care about the people in your country? You know, after all this over, yes. Then you go and start stockpiling again. But if they're needed, but once again, once again, this administration, as as always done, plays the partisan um, politics, politicizes everything. You know, depending on if you like this governor or you don't like this governor, depends on what they get and what they don't get. That's wrong, people. And that's why our country is where it is now. Supposed to be the superpower, the big bad boy on the block. But one, listen to this, a virus, a virus has shut this country down. A little virus. But you're supposed to be the baddest boy on the block. You want to blame everybody else. Everybody else. Okay, that's that's, <laughs> that's 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 not leadership, people. That's not leadership. Okay, that's dictatorship. That's what that is. Either you do what I say, or I'm not helping you at all. Why? And yet, there are still individuals out there that support this clown. I'm just going to call it that because I, I tried to be nice, but I have to call it like it is. They support this clown. And some of them are on record saying, I don't care what he said do. I'm going to support him. What does that say about the mindset of some of these people out here? What does that say? What does it say about the, 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 
the, the leadership in our country. And we know if you say something bad or against anything that that, that he believes, oh, he he's coming at you. He's coming at you. You know, while everybody's paying attention to to to, to the uh, um, this virus and and trying to get their lives back together and trying to figure out how they're gonna get through this, he's secretly firing inspector generals. Yeah, the people that's supposed to overwatch certain things that goes on in the government. Oh yes, he's secretly firing them. No reason. Just firing. Now, some say, well, it's still retaliation from the Russia investigation. Well, I'm sorry, dude. You impeach. That's not going away. Get over it. Get over it. But you you still find individuals that are, uh, you know, they're supposed to be the watchdogs to make sure things are done correctly. Remember when he was he was out there uh, uh, campaigning and he stood up there in front of that big crowd saying, "I am the law and order president." Well, I guess law and order only de- only uh, depends on what he considers to be law and order, and what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where we are right now. That's where we are. You know, you look at the economy. You know, and they're trying to they're trying to paint such a rosy picture right now. Well, the economy should get back to back back to um, half normal in about two to three months. How? Who's working? Who's at full staff? You know, who's at full staff? And once some of these businesses businesses open, that doesn't necessarily mean they're bringing back everyone that was working for them, because they may not be able to meet their payroll once again that they were they had before this happened. The small business loan, first come first serve. Yeah. But if all the big businesses out there sucking up all the money, then when he finally gets to viewing the application of the small businessman in the mom and pop stores, like the first time, it was all gone. It was gone. Did they really care? No. No. But what did you care about? i tell you what you cared about. Railing against President, former President Obama, Joe Biden. Yeah, that's what you cared about. Reporters, especially women reporters. I ain't, what, what do we see how, how how clear it is about this leadership lack of the lack of leadership? And that's where we that's where we are, y'all. And it's not gonna get any better. 
as we have seen, when as long as everything was going fine, yeah, you can get up there and you can brag about this, you can brag about that. And those who knew the truth say, okay, okay, whatever. Those that didn't, you know, they were behind your kick. Yeah, 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 right, rooting for you and carrying on. But now there's a serious issue. There's something serious happening. And you have no clue, Mr. President. Republican, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, no clue whatsoever. Because Congress has has no no kahunas to stand up against anybody, against the man. Why? Because it is election year. And they're so afraid of losing their seat. <clears throat> well, honestly, they need to lose their seat. Because they have shown that they won't stand up for what is right. What's up, East Coast? Glad to see you, my brother. They won't stand up for what's right. They stand up for what puts money in their pocket. And that's why they have to go. And Tom, when Tom was talking, I wish he, 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 we could talk some more. Because Tom made a good point. <clears throat> You know, they're all about what can put money in their pocket. Not about the American citizen. <clears throat> Not at all. Middle class on down, they care less about you. Figure it out. You figured it out this long. Figure it out. And that's a sad state to be in. When your leaders when your leaders tell you that. You know? When your leaders actually tell you that. That's that's not good. (laughs) That is not good at all. You know, but that's where we are. That's where we are. But hopefully, this is showing you, this is showing you why it is so important. Whether it's mail-in, walk-up, whatever, you got to vote, man. You have to vote this year. <laughs> you really do. And not just not just for the presidency, but for those in Congress, for those so-called representatives. Yeah. Yep. That's what you have to do. You know? But, hey, we shall see, right? We shall see. We got, what, four, five months before we there at that point? Honestly, I'm not for the mail. I'm not for the mail in vocal thing. I did that when I was in the military. That, that, That is so, like, <laughs> Woo! That can be a whole lot of trouble. That can be a whole lot of trouble. But we we not gonna get there. We ain't gonna talk about that either, though. Right now. But yeah. But trust me, we will get there. We will get there. Hey, what's going on? You see, I see. You. All right. So, 
that that's that's basically what happened over the weekend between you know former President Obama and you know uh, Trump and yeah whistleblower you know the Sunday talk shows all those great things went on and it basically comes to a lack of leadership on one end and it's, it finally was put out there gracefully. I mean, let's admit, it was gracefully put out there. It was so smooth. It was. It was smooth. Very smooth. But the truth was told. Not like some of us didn't already know what the truth was, but the truth was told. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. It's it's one of those things. Um, hopefully, some people are waking up to realize what we really have going on, and then we have some people that don't. You know, that never will. That never will. And that's all right too, because that's what this country is supposed to be about: freedom, right? Freedom of choice, freedom of thought, freedom of speech. Yeah. Freedom to live like you want to live, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're part of the ones that don't have uh, the ability to do that. But anyway, that's. Let's talk about something else here, real quick. Um. You know, speaking of the Trump administration, because we we can't just let this fly by. Um. There's a new term that he's trying to get going right now, and it's, it's a very interesting term. And I, this is kind of showing that I think some of his own party right now is beginning to realize that uh, I think some things are best, best left un, un, untouched right now, and that's his quote of Obamagate. I know y'all heard him say it over and over and over again without actually saying what it is, what is the so-called crime that former President Obama uh, committed. I mean, and he goes on, he's always talking about it. Of course you know what that is, right? That's giving his base something to talk about. That's trying to rile up his base because he can't get out. See, here's the issue, and here's why he's trying to come up with these these catchphrases and, 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 and divert from the, the horrible job he's doing uh, during this pandemic. He's trying to get his base riled up. The problem right now is he can't get out there and do his thing at his rallies. You know, that, that, that is what he lives for, to have them individuals behind him, routing them on, pushing them, pushing, you know, egging that ego. But thank you, Mr. President, for allowing me to speak. Y'all hear it. Even when these governors sit in front of them, well, thanks to your great leadership, Mr. President, well, thanks to the, the President Trump and his administration, why do you have to say that every time? Why is that required? When everybody knows that you're lying anyway. But see, that's what he wants. He needs that. He, 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 oh, he, he, he thrives off of that. And right now, he cannot get it. He can't get it. So he has to try. See, and that was the perfect. I said this before. That was the 
purpose, purpose of the coronavirus briefings every afternoon. It wasn't to keep the American public informed. I mean, that was a good cover story, but that wasn't what it was about. It was about trying to turn it into a mini rally to promote what he considered a great job that he was doing. And, of course, it always ran back to, you know, we had the greatest economy. We did this and we did that. Never about, well, this is what we need to do to, to correct this. This is what we, we failed to do here. And then you got to give the man credit because he had the kahunas to say, I don't take responsibility for none of it. For none of it. I read y'all the paper where uh, uh, his own party <laughs> is trying to protect him. Trying to protect him. Say, blame everything on China. If anybody attacks the president, hey, just refer it back to China when it comes to this pandemic. Fine, fine. But that fell apart. And the more he opened his mouth, the more he put his foot in it. So his little so-called rallies begin to fall apart so bad, and he embarrasses himself so bad, they say, look, you need to sit down. Just, just back off. And the first they were letting him go up there freelancing. Okay, we know he hard. He <laughs> that just didn't work because he said the wrong thing. Then they start giving him a, a, a prepared uh, script to read. He screwed that up to the point they had to just don't go up there. Just uh, but of course he needs the limelight. So instead of doing that, he say, "Well, I'm considering canceling because the reporters are so nasty." They asked up. <laughs> Hey, you're the president. You think they're not going to ask you nasty questions? I mean, it got so bad, he even started attacking his favorite news channel, Fox News. He said <laughs> that they need to find another uh, another news because Fox News has been taken over. <laughs> because they began asking him the tough questions. Let's be honest. He never answers a question directly. Never. He'll give you some smart response or he'll call you some name or come up with some catchphrase. And that's what he does. It's deflecting. He's good at deflecting. Deflecting or running around a, a, a whole different angle. Because he's not going to take responsibility for anything. Not negative anyway. Now, if it's something positive happens, whether he's responsible or not, oh, yeah, he's taking credit for that because that's what he lives for, you know. But let's get back to this this thing. <laughs> I didn't forget where I was going. Let's get back to this thing about Obamagate, though, because this is the, the <laughs> you know, it's the funniest thing. I, I, oh, man, as I said before, President Obama wasn't a perfect president, okay? We know this. Okay, I know this. Some of you know this. Others of you, you don't know that. But it's cool. It's cool. Like I say, that's what you believe. That's what you believe. But <laughs> to continuously, continuously bring this guy's name up, you know, what, three and a half years after he's been gone out of office? I mean, you've tried to basically erase everything that he did while he was the president, 
you know. Now, some argue, well, that was a good thing because this agreement wasn't good and that wasn't good. Yeah, but you cause more harm than good. Take number one, Iran. Yeah, it may not be the best deal, but they were under control. Now, Iran is running loose. But y'all don't know, Iran is shipping oil right now to Venezuela on ship. Basically saying, screw you. But that's a whole other story in itself as well. But the point is, you know, in, in your just to try and vilify and eliminate history the way you saw it, you made things a lot worse. But now you want to continue to yell Obamagate. Out of nowhere, Obamagate, Obamagate. You know, and it has to do with Flynn. You know, anybody knows how all these so-called cronies all of a sudden are being released from prison? You know, it's interesting. And now that they're being released, oh, they want to start their own investigation. And basically that's what he's trying to say Obamagate is about. Now, <laughs> Unfortunately for him The numbers just don't add up What he's trying to go after Okay it, it, they, they really don't Now it, it, basically what, what he's trying to say Is Obama is about a law enforcement action That happened at the end You know of President Obama's Presidency You know basically he said uh, James Comey who was the um, FBI director at the time Withheld information from him and was remaining loyal to President Obama and remained loyal to President Obama. In other words, he said that Comey, regardless of what was going on, decided to, um, you know, hold information back and basically <laughs> hide it from him. And they targeted the, the Trump campaign, you know, um, during the election. Now, the only interesting thing about that is, yeah, no. Okay? <laughs> All right. Continuing on, because this is this is interesting. It, it really is. Um, and, of course, you know, it read to the Russian, the Russian investigation and, you know, that, that calamity we had with that, the Mueller investigation, Mueller investigation, and all that good stuff. And basically what he's saying is the request to unmask who uh, uh, General Flynn was, who had a meeting with the Russian uh, uh, diplomat, what have you, before the election, led to all this, and that was a crime. That's basically what he wants wants to happen. Yeah. And Flair, of course, was the National Security Advisor. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, you have to admit, <laughs> but see, what he fails to realize, Flynn actually admitted to lying to Congress. He said he lied to Congress. Heck, he said he lied to the president. I guess he forgot about that. That he said, <laughs> he, Trump came out and said Flynn admitted lying to the president, him, and the vice president. But he wants to start in it. I'm going to tell you how crazy this guy is right now and how how bad he needs some attention. He needs something to deflect from the way they're handling this pandemic. 
he went so far as to say he was no longer going to be a nice guy, and he wanted the Senate to call President Obama to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee. And he wasn't joking, y'all. He was quite serious. Because at the end of that tweet, he said, no more Mr. Nice Guy. So, what you want to do now is call a former president to come sit in front of the Senate and testify to some stuff that went on during his administration. But hold up, wait a minute. Aren't you the same administration that has blocked everyone that was supposed to testify before the House and the Senate about everything that went on? You blocked them, especially during the Russian investigation. You blocked them from testifying. But now you you want to call a former president up here to sit in front of the Senate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you got the coronavirus yourself right now because your brain is really leaking. Your brain is really leaking because that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that is what Trump wants. And <laughs> as I said before, this is it, it's quite it's funny. It is. It's, it's funny because he I, I really believe he knows this is not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. But at the same time, it gives his base something to latch on to. Gives them something to latch on to. Just like his cry during the 20, what, 20, 2016, lock her up, lock her up. Every time he says, lock him up, lock him up. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he, he doesn't have that right now. So he's trying to create something. And we know the sheep are out there. And the sheep the sheep will latch on to it. And that's going to be their talking point. They have no idea what, what they're talking about. They, don't, they have no idea what they're talking about. But as long as he said it, it's golden. <laughs> it is golden. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah, yeah. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? But let's continue on this, this down this road right here, because as I said before, you know he wants to call President Obama back to testify, but he his administration has blocked everybody that has been called to testify. Everyone. Okay, but. You know what? I think, I, I believe at this point in time, some of his staunch supporters in Congress, especially the Senate, are beginning to realize that, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you sure you want to go down this road right now? As close as it is to an election. And see, once again, you have to understand what this is, what's going on. Because Lindsey Graham said, well, we're going to start an election. We're going to start an investigation probably around June. Okay. <laughs> I can't make this up. Okay. They're going to start holding public hearings in June and hopefully put out a report by October. 
Okay. June, July, August, September, October. Five months. Now, he's saying he's going to do this, 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 this hearing, and it's going to last at least five, hopefully five months, and have a report out by October. Now, most people say, okay, so, no, y'all. Once again, you're failing to realize this, this little game that's being played. Remember last election, presidential election, all of a sudden, some things came out about Hillary Clinton two weeks before the election the election, that basically turned the whole election all upside down. And that's basically the same thing that they are attempting to do now. Hopefully, hopefully, we can get this so-called investigation done, hearing done, and by October, we get a, 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 some damaging information, and we'll hold it and finish it up in October, and we'll put it out right before the election. Now, hopefully, there is some information in there that can be used against Biden, Joe Biden, or President Obama, because many people associate Biden by Obama. Y'all see the puzzle, the picture coming together now? It's another, it's just a political game. It's political gamesmanship. It is. That's what it is. But, <coughs> excuse me, but, oh, Lindsey Graham said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Even though we're going to do this hearing, you know, but when you start talking about bringing a uh, president in to uh, former President Obama in to testify, you know, Lindsey Graham said, uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But the statement he made after that was more telling than anything, because after he said that, he made the statement, be careful what you ask for. Now, that's coming from a, a, a strong, strong supporter of the president, Lindsey Graham. And he's telling the administration, be careful what you ask for. Because all the information you asking on about unmasking of people, you know, telling who people are, be careful what you ask for, because that's the same thing you have done your entire administration, from the whistleblowers to everyone else that has said something against you. You have asked who they are, and let's find out who they are. You have done the same thing. In the amount of 36,000 people, in three years, 36,000 people, you have asked a request to be unmasked and find out who they are. But yet, you want to bring this former president and ask him the same thing? Have you lost your mind, man? Because you're about to open a can of worms that you don't want open. Now, that's Lindsey Graham telling him this. Yeah, that's Lindsey Graham telling him that. Now, is the great Lindsey Graham for South Carolina is realizing, wait a minute, you may be going a little bit too far. Don't you think something may just be a little fishy there? <laughs> you know, that, that that's something you don't you really don't want to get into. You really don't want to get into. In 
addition to Lindsey Graham saying, be careful what you ask for to the Trump administration, Attorney General William Barr, who y'all may get ready to see be replaced. I'm just going to put it out there. Because lately he's been kind of standing up against the Trump administration, Trump himself, himself, some of the things he's been asked to do. You know, as of today, when Barr said there would not be any investigations into Obama or Biden, and he will not let the Justice Department be used as a weapon, listen to his wording. <laughs> he will not let the Justice Department be used as a weapon to drum up illegitimate investigations. That's coming from your attorney general. Now, let's put those two together. I will not let the Justice Department be used as a weapon to drum up illegitimate investigations and Lindsey Graham saying, be careful what you ask for. That shoots this Obamagate Dead right there. It's, it's done. Now, you know, Barr did say our concern over potential criminality is focused on others. Okay, so they're, they're going to try to go after some other people, you know, in this unmasking thing, but it will not <laughs> be President Obama and Joe Biden. So that thing, Obamagate, he can yell it all he wants to. It has no teeth at this point. It has no teeth. None. When your two, two, no, three, make it three. Because, you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, a couple of weeks ago, had to backtrack and say, yes, President Obama's administration did leave us a pandemic plan. Now, this after saying, no, they didn't. So that's three of his strongest supporters have come out and say, yeah, we can't go with you on this one, dude. You're basically on your own. You're basically on your own. Now, th- th- this is really, it- it's furious to-, to the president right now. It really is. Because, number one, he's losing his supporters as far as in, during, in his own administration in the Senate. Okay, he's losing them right now. Number two, he can't. <laughs> Excuse me. He can't. He, he he can't get out and do his rallies. He can't. You know, when you take and put all that, all that, and, and you know, it, it, it goes back to. You know, there's some shiesty stuff going on, even now. You know, the first half, we talked about leadership, the lack of leadership. You're right, East Coast. East Coast say they are thinking about cut, bait, and run. You are absolutely correct. And if they're smart at this point, they should. They should. Because right now, it's not looking good. And that is why... They are trying to push so hard to get this country back open because the only thing he feels that can help him right now is saying that the economy is good again. That's all he's worried about. The stock market rising up, uh, uh, you know, uh, the unemployment rate going back down, unemployment going back down. That's all he's worried about right now. 
Unfortunately, none is none of that is going to happen anytime soon. None of that is going to happen anytime soon. Now, let's jump to the Democrats real fast. Because a lot of people say, well, where the Democrats? At this point, the Democrats, only thing they have to do is keep their, keep their noses clean right now. Because the president is doing all the damage to himself. If his biggest supporters in the government are beginning to cut bait and run as East Coast say, oh, yeah. Only thing they have to do is keep their noses clean. And hopefully the American public will wake up and pay attention to what's really happening right now. But, of course, we know that's not going to happen because the sheep is going to hook on to something, something. <laughs> you know, by yelling Obamagate, tweeting, 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 you know, it, it hopefully he's, he's, he's hoping that it's going to shift the narrative from COVID, the, the, the pandemic, yeah, and how it's being handled. You know, and he's no he no longer can claim that he has a great economy because that has crashed. That has crashed. And yes, let's not forget, you know, other countries they're laughing at us right now. They are laughing at us. Now, he can say whatever he wants to say, but we have seen it. And especially during this pandemic, other countries are like, yeah, they're done. They are done. We're we're so, uh, uh, um, how can I put it? We're falling so much to now other countries are, are considering China and Russia as the big boys on the block. Yeah. Yeah. But America is supposed to be the biggest and the baddest. But at this point, we <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and, of course, there's another thing that's going here that nobody is really talking too much about. Um, and and that's another reason why all this Obama game and all this other stuff is being raised right now. Because let's not forget about the attempted coup in Venezuela by the ex Green Beret and um, some of his his people. You notice the administration has been pretty much very silent on that because they don't want to drum that up either. They don't want to drum that up. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Pompeo came out and said, well, America didn't have any anything to do with that, the administration. Well, let's be honest. Pompeo has been lying for the president for the last two years. He He's just a, a puppet for President Trump. He's not going to tell you the truth no matter what. He's still trying to run the line that China is to blame for America's problems with the coronavirus. But the administration does not want that part of it to come out either. They don't want that to come out because that's a that is a very very uh, strong 
uh, uh, allegation that can cause a lot of problems for this administration. Yes. Because let's be let's be honest, America has a history of trying to overthrow <laughs> overthrow governments during through coups or just going in and, and, and militarily doing it. But they can't do that right now in Venezuela. And now you have Iran define, you know, the sanctions that have been thrown on by the United States of America shipping oil to Venezuela. Two countries that the United States have put sanctions, strong sanctions on, and both of them right now saying, screw you. You can't do nothing about it. So who's the world leader now? What you going to do? Not a thing. <laughs> so that's why you keep getting these great, great claims Obama gave and yeah it's a distraction to keep you from realizing what's going on and don't forget I mentioned the firing of the inspector generals the watchdogs as they call them and no real reasons are being given they just fired he just fired them <laughs> so when Lindsey Graham says, be careful what you ask for, trust me, he knows what he's talking about right now. He really does. Because the tide has turned. The tide has turned. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it's so bad that there's even... I, I said Congress, but even within the White House, there's there's so much division as far as what should have happened with the with the pandemic as the pandemic should have been handled compared to how it has been handled, and there's so much division in between there. You know, it's bad, y'all. So right now he's got this little what's the little girl name, Haley, whatever her name is, coming out there and doing press briefings. But, of course, everything she says, we've heard before. But this administration has done such a great job. We've heard that before. You're repeating the same. You, you remember um, eight, mile, 8 Mile with Eminem? And remember the final battle with, um, what's that boy's name? I don't know. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And he says, you're going to say the same thing he said about me. And at the end, he goes, here, tell them something that they don't already know. And that's where we are. She hasn't said anything that we haven't heard already from the other talking heads. Nothing. You know, she's better to look at than the other ones he had, but other than that, she says nothing different. She deflects and, 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 and talks around answers just like the rest of them. But the claim is this is the most transparent presidency there has been. Now, I'm not a knucklehead, and I know you're not knuckleheads, most of you. And we all know there cannot be complete transparency in any presidency. 
any government agency. We know this because there's some things that goes on we should know about. We don't want to know about. But to say that you've been the most transparent there has ever been, and uh-uh, no. Uh-uh, nope, not, didn't happen. Not happen. <laughs> yeah. This is just that way. Um, you know, uh, Attorney Barr said he does not expect either um, oh, President Obama or Biden to be accused of committing any crimes as part of any investigation being conducted by U.S. Attorney General John Durham. As I said before, he said, our concern over potential criminality is focused on others. Okay, so basically what they said is, yeah, we, we, we can't go after them. We can't. But we, you know, we're going to go after, we're going to try, we're going to attempt to go after other people that were in the administration, and hopefully we get enough on them to spring it just before the election. But the only problem with that is they're going to have to tie it to Biden. They're going to have to tie it to him. And it's got to be something catastrophic, something serious, serious, serious. Okay? It's got to be. Okay, they already tried with this Tara Reid thing. That fell apart. So now they got to find something else. They got to find something else. Okay, Lindsey Graham, Bill Barr, and a couple of others, they done shot this Obamagate thing down. Because let's be real, Joe Biden, when you think of Joe Biden, the only reason you think really think of Joe Biden is because he was President Obama's vice president. So that's why they're trying to get President Obama's name connected with it, with whatever they think they're gonna find. But with Barr saying no, we're not even going we're not even looking at that right now. That shoots a big hole in it. It's just political games, y'all. We've been here before. You know, you kind of wonder when it was going to start with everything that's been going on because you know they just couldn't leave it like it was. And now we're here. Get ready for the show. <laughs> Get ready for the show. All right. I got somebody want to come in on this conversation. Oh, well, come in anyway. I don't know what they want to say, but we're going to let them come in anyway. So here we go. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Where are you calling me from? Hello, Mr. Talk. Well, hello, May. How are you? I'm just marvelous as always. <laughs> oh, outstanding. I like to hear that. What you got for me today, May? Give me some great insight. Okay. okay. Let me see. Where do we start? First of all, it started with Biden and this woman. We've seen that land before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. So what yep. happened to the woman? And then they threw a woman on the doctor. What's his name? Doctor whoever. With his, what's his man's name? That ain't going to say it's Fuji. Fuji. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the woman. Yeah, that's the woman <laughs> came out and said, um, yeah, they paid me to lie on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this woman actually said it. Yeah, I was paid to lie and, and on this doctor, you know, and that was hap- that. That is what happens when you go up against anything these people say in this administration. They try and ruin yeah. you right away. Yeah, but I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. So it sounds like the president is supposed to be incompetent. Told the truth about they don't know what they're doing. 
don't even act like they know what they're doing, and they're just there. You know, like they like popcorn, one here today, and then we get rid of him because I'm like, well, he had to stay. Let's stick this one here. He don't know no more than the one that just left. And then all the ones that really wanted to do their job, where are they? They gone because he Thanks. fired them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're gone because so he fired them. I guess that's Obama's fault, too. They want to put everything on Obama. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's sad. It's sad. I've said that already. You know, it's sad that you want to blame everything on somebody that's been gone three and a half years. Yeah. And then then, then he he got those followers that he got still hate the man. For what reason? Now, because he didn't get to have the doctor that they want. But then you, everybody's supposed to get a test. Nobody got a test. You know what I'm saying? No. You know, here's, you know what, man, here's the interesting thing about that test thing, you know, how everybody in the White House can get a test, have a test done, right, and get their their mm-hmm. their, their, their results back in 10, 15, 20 minutes, and everybody else mm-hmm. out in the country, you know, if you can find a test, you know, because some places have tests going on in spots, you know, today testing is going to be here, tomorrow testing is going to be in this city. You know, you have nurses and things reusing masks over and over again, but we know we 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 have heard of the federal government FEMA seizing shipments of equipment and uh, uh, PPEs. You know that the governors have gone out and, and gotten for their uh-huh. state. The federal government coming in, taking them and storing them somewhere. You know, there's one okay. governor, the governor of Miami. I mean, I mean Miami, the mayor of Miami. Uh, he said he did a, a, a he had some a, a shipment of stuff sent in, and he had to do like a cloak and dagger type of thing just to get them to his city because FEMA was trying to get a hold of them. I mean, but you stand up and say everybody, you stand up and say everybody has enough equipment. But if you talk to the doctors and nurses, they said no, we don't. No, they don't have anything. So who you gonna believe? A bureaucrat stand up there in front of people. Or you, the people actually got to deal with it. But, but when you hear them talking, everything was Obama's fault, but nothing is his fault. I don't know well, yeah. hear anybody saying it's his fault. It's all on you, so it's your fault for everything that happened because you were not what? smart enough to do what you needed to do before this virus got bad as it did. Because you, you couldn't know, put it out you know what made, That's like I'm gonna tell you. That's like um, how how can I put it? That's like me. Uh, selling you a house, right? I say, okay, Maze, look, this area is really bad with tornadoes and stuff. So I'm gonna leave you this tornado, this up to date. I mean, you know, this this tornado seller right here. So if anything happens, it's good. You come in, you move in the house. You say, you know what? I don't really need that. It's a waste of time and money. So you tear it down, have it covered up, or whatever, right? Then two or three years later, F five come through and just destroy your house and everything in it. And you lose some people, you know, and you say, well, it wasn't my fault. I never had, a, I, you know, I was never given a, a, a seller or anything. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? So even, even though you, it was left for you, you chose yourself to get rid of it because you didn't think it was useful or it was out of date. And when it did, when it, the um, situation presented itself where you could have used it, it was too late because you had gotten rid of it or you chose just not to use it. And that's basically yeah. what has happened here in the, in, in, with this administration right now. But, of course, they're not going to 
He said, I don't take responsibility. Period. And then, and then Mitch McConnell <laughs> going to tell him to be quiet. You're going to make him the, yeah. the, 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 the up once. But he's going to be quiet. And he then he turned around and apologized. So they sent a message yeah. to the Looney Tunes out here. Then they take it back, but it's look, stuck in their brain. Look. <laughs> you know, as he so said, you know, they're, they're thinking about cutting bait and running from this guy right now. Because what they're realizing is he's about to open up some cans that he can't, he won't be able to close again. And actually, you know, he his administration cannot afford that at this time. They can't. They can't afford it right now. They're too crossed up. They don't know what they're doing. That's why they're stumbling over each other. And when the, then his son on oh, screaming and hollering oh, back, but oh, I guess oh, after the election, it's going to be over. Let's, let's, what? Let's, let's stop. It's not they don't know what they're doing. He won't yeah. allow them to do what they know is supposed to be done. Now, there are some individuals, we've seen them talk to where they say, look, this is what we should be doing. And I'm sure there are some people up there, but we know how this cat is. If, if it goes against what he wants to do, He's not doing it. We've Mr. seen Trump, this throughout I mean his whole administration. Huh? What I'm saying about an example is Ben Carson is in the wrong position. He don't know nobody about no hood. Well. <laughs> so if he's in the hood and he don't know nothing about hood, he over there trying to run it and don't know nothing about it. That means he's what? In the wrong place. And you got to hold on them in, in positions that they shouldn't be in and just get tight and just have the, don't have a clue. But they just keep it on, keep it on by the time election time comes. And you ain't going to have to tell nobody to, 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 to run them all out of office. Just like the guy said, every time they come in office, it's messed up. Somebody else got to come clean it up. Then they mess it up again. And if you inherited an economy, an economy that wasn't bad when you got there, something got to be right. uh, wrong with you. And then you turn around and look at your economy. You got, don't even mention the stock market anymore. And the gas prices are going up. <laughs> you wonder why. You I mean, like, uh, <laughs> and your buddies thought they were going to make all this money, and then if, regardless if you win or lose, we're going to go home. Uh, hey, hey, you know why? Go home you, know why he, pocket. you know why he's not going to mention the stock market right now? Think about all those people that have lost, lost the, the, a lot yeah. of the, most of their four hundred one k. Yeah. You know, and their other their other stocks they invested in retirement funds and everything like that gone. Just gone. Well, I want I want to see if incompetent. I would like them to make a chart and do it against each one of them to see who's incompetent and who's not. Because Obama have never filed bankruptcy two or three times. They ain't never had but one whack. And you go on and on and on and on and on. I mean, okay. All right. I mean, I mean, not by having that many. I'm saying like. I mean, really, that has no. That has really has nothing to do with anything, though. Really. I mean, it's not like that wasn't known when he was elected, right? And yeah. honestly, businessmen do do uh, file bankruptcy. I remember saying this when we had discussed it before. Businessmen do file bankruptcy, restart over, and, you know, start over and do, you know, get rid of some of the debt. Now, How to the extent that this guy has done, yeah, that's a little bit much, but he got away yeah. with it. <laughs> And Obama said, he had a super loan, and he paid it off. He may have gotten away with a whole lot of other stuff until this pandemic hit, and his true uh, leadership, not lack of leadership, 
presented itself for the world to see, not just this country, but for the world to see. I was sitting there listening to the man that wrote the book. He was a Republican. He was working in the Trump administration to help him get elected, and he don't have nothing good to say about him. <laughs> okay. I mean, all of the things that he's talked about, we already knew that, but he just clarified that he, he I mean, it's like the apprentice. You saw how him work on the, he worked on the apprentice, that's how he's working in what he's doing now. And then it's like, uh, you file bankrupts and you owe money, and you still owe money to places. And the only important people to him was to get the rich, the, the business corporations uh, flow. Not the people, but the, the corporations. I don't care nothing about the people. The first thing he hollered when he, uh, when they went got that money, who did he say get it to? The hotel, the airlines, and who else? Mm-hmm. Cool. And they left the, the whole company? Out. Yeah, and they left of the revenue out. And I hope, and I wish they would see that one of these days. It's me, myself, and I. It's what he is. And then he got his son walking around here, uh, about to cry, saying that it's gonna this this will be over when the election is over. And I don't think yeah. this started in, in I don't think this started in January. You know, those people that were dying on them, going on them cruises and getting sick on them islands and stuff. They had the same symptoms. Some of them. Mm. Yeah. That real sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dr. Fucci said, you know, uh, this probably started around November, December last year, as early as October. Uh, People uh, just didn't realize. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I'm like, and then they got a chart to how many people got to die. I'm like, you know, like when they say animals, you got so many uh, that they give you the opportunity to go out and shoot them because you got too many around. Like deer. There's too many <laughs> yep. deer. And then they shoot them down. That's what I'm saying. Like, so... If they gonna give you, they busy working on numbers of how many people is going to kill. How many people you gonna try to work on something to see what's causing this, and so people can live. They always talking about the dying, and who's dying, and what community is dying. That's why I'm so confused. <laughs> Unless you guys, like my friend said, when they kill off the number amount of people, they say it, and then the virus will go away. <laughs> Mm. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm just not understanding this. So as I say, <laughs> you have to suffer every time they get in office. Started with, with Ronald mm-hmm. Reagan and on on past, skipped this one and skipped that one. And they did Jimmy Carter wrong and then went to the next one. And just look what happened. The pattern. Some <laughs> people like that pattern. Right. And so they have to suffer and then they come out of it and then you put another one in there. But I think this is the last, last run. Because I don't think the young people are going to be putting up with this anymore. Yeah. The younger, the younger generation don't want to deal with it. Hmm. You so may have a point. It's got to come to an end. Mm-hmm. It's got to come to an end. <laughs> right. And you got these people, I don't know why you and the blacks are not in the Republican Party. And you remember what Trump said, what have you got to lose? I wish, yeah. you know, I wish somebody would <laughs> give him an answer. <laughs> Some of them that was standing around him, like Bernie, what is a uh, 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 King, Bernie King, and all of them. One of them standing there, uh-huh. um, and and them two ladies, what's the name? What them two sisters? Diamond and Silk. Yeah, and what do they got to lose? Could they, could they tell me what they have earned? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got to got to get in for the day. <laughs> 
<laughs> and looking at the man, and sometimes you have to laugh to keep him crying. <laughs> now we all walk around in masses and all of this stuff, and and uh, 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 just some of them just panicking, losing the mind. And I'm saying the stock market just sat down, and nobody know nothing about it. I haven't heard about it. One high yeah. Okay, you kind of uh, went out there for a moment. What oh, I was saying is, I said, is it, is it open for business or the stock market? Yeah. When the last time you heard the bell ring? In fact, well, I mean, actually, I just read something where the Dow was up nine hundred points today. Amid oh, the talk about a um, yeah, amid talk about a, um, a vaccination trial or something, yeah. <laughs> the gas price is going up. Is that making it rally? <laughs> <laughs> and they act like they yeah, don't know. And it's like okay, <laughs> and then food going up too. Yeah. Well, that's because they say there's a, there's a meat shortage, you know, with the, all oh, these, really? these meat packing mm-hmm. places closing down, what have you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Man, right. We, we talked about that already. Oh, okay. But anyway, it's just strange. We'll get through it. <laughs> I said we'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. told you. But in what shape? What? Yeah. But in what shape? Well, we'll get. Yeah, we. Ooh, can, I don't know what shape. We, I don't know shape. what shape. America will be in when they get through it, but we'll get through it. Hmm. Yeah. Take some time to clean it up, and I hope all of the thieves and everything else end up going to jail. Yeah. And that'll start a whole lot of. Well, they don't let some of them out, so I mean that's some strange. Yeah. (laughs) Do tell. (laughs) Why that's strange? Maybe that's why the bad family was like, let something go on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're in jail. You're going to get out and go. You're going to get out to go home, and you will cook. But you get out to go home on the house and rent. Some can and some can't. Mm-hmm. That's strange, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But all the ones that's getting out, they, they want to do an investigation on why they got convicted in the first place. Well, we already know yeah. that, right? Yes. So you had the trial, and we already seen what happened, and you want to relive it just to waste time and make it look like it's something. And like the guy said, they're going to make it look like something for a week, two, three weeks to get it in their head, then they go to something else because that didn't work. Right. So they right. set up Dr. Fuji. Who else are they going to set up with a woman? They tried to set up Mueller with one, too. Remember that when he was doing that investigation? They tried to set him up mm-hmm. with one. Is that a, is that a thing yeah. for them to do? Yeah. Heck, yeah. With the meat, it's too. It's not like a friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, not the mean two, not the mean two, not the mean two. I'm saying the, the Republican, oh. but they tried to set Miller no, up. But, then yeah, the lady said a Republican paid her. Yeah, what what I'm mean? saying, May, is mm-hmm. it's easier to do now. It's easier for people to believe it now because of the Me Too movement. You know, yeah, because yeah. so many somebody was supposedly coming out of nowhere, you know, claiming, you know, sexual harassment, sexual assault, so forth, so on. It's easier for people to believe now, so it's easier for them to use that as a ploy, you know, to kind of discredit someone's character or what happened. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Well, now? That looks like the way you win because you got two sitting on the Supreme Court. Then you got one that's president, <laughs> and you got one that runs for president <laughs> that's being accused. <laughs> yeah, but see, 
you know what, man? But there's that. That's the other issue too. You know that that shows. Okay, that's one of the other things. Be careful what you you wish for. I mean, because mm-hmm. same thing that works for you don't mean you know it won't work for the other person. People overlook that now. Okay, look, we're tired of this. We didn't see this before. Okay, whatever. Go on and put them in office or do whatever. So, well, like showing something new, like it's just simple. It's like uh, well, I was just I don't know. But anyway, we'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, you know, before you go, you know what, Maze, I, I think what it is, short of actually, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff now, and it's, it's like the uh, the shooting that's going on, without the mm-hmm. video, if there's no video behind it, hey, you know, it's just out there. And if you got the video behind it, they still don't believe it. They got to put something else to that. <laughs> well, that's a true point, too. So, I don't know, Maze. Like you say, we'll get through it, right? Yes, we'll get through it. Okay. <laughs> and just watch the crazy. Right. Right? They're just going to do what they got to do. And we're going to get through this. But you have a good one. Yeah. So. <laughs> nah, sure that's okay, those are your last words. That's it? You ain't going to say nothing else? Yes. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just the other night live and I don't even have to have a script. it <laughs> 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 be something new next week. <laughs> so course, you have a good course. one. You too, Maze. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got about twelve minutes left. Anybody else want to call in with any any comments or what have you? You know, now's your time. Why? Why we got a little time left? Uh, if not, we are gonna go on and get out of here on time today. Um, let's see. We we covered a lot. I didn't think I can cover this in twelve minutes. All right. So autopsy of Ahmad Arbery shows that he was shot three times. Two at close range, one in the chest, one in uh, by the lungs, and uh, the one grazed him on the shoulders, uh, I think you said. Yeah, there was no signs of drugs or alcohol in his system at the time. And let's see. Apparently, the Michaels and Aubrey had had a confrontation two weeks before he was shot and killed, according to this neighbor. Um, neighbor said during the first confrontation, Travis made Michael confronted Aubrey Halfway into the yard, and claims Aubrey reached for his waistband. Y'all know what I mean, like he had a weapon. So Travis and Michael got spooked, went home, and returned with their weapon. By that time, Aubrey was gone, so law enforcement was called, and the description of the vehicle Aubrey was driving was given. All right, the older McMichael, George, you know, the former detective, you know, he had some history with some problems there. He was stripped of his law enforcement certification in February. After failing to complete required use of force courses, he lost his power to arrest after repeatedly failing to complete required training sessions. Even after a 2014 warning stating he had not finished mandatory force and firearm courses, he was stripped of law enforcement powers twice, once in January 2006 and February 2019. Okay, even though those, you know, it still does not include you know, uh, him being stripped of his arresting things in 2005, 2006, 2007, 2009, and 2010 for various reasons related to not completing his safety courses. Okay? Now, also, um, they said that the video showed that uh, Auburn was chased for more than four minutes. Yeah, was chased four minutes. 
you know, before he was shot and killed. And the interesting thing is the video was turned in by Gregory McMichael himself. So he turned his own damning damning evidence in. So that was interesting in itself. I don't know why he would think. I guess he thought he was, you know, he had done the right thing. So he was going to turn the video in. Well, no, as of right now, I don't think they, they've been let out on any bond or anything like that. But we'll keep, we'll keep going. We'll, we'll check it out. You know, keep keep you abreast of what's going on. As in with Miss, um, there's another shooting, and I really haven't told y'all a lot about it, but I think I'll cover it next week. We're going to find out more about it. Uh, Brianna, I, I want to say Turner. Uh, yeah, I got to look that up again. Yeah, but this is a young lady that was shot in her own home, y'all. It wasn't a good thing <clears throat> by police doing a um, no-knock search. Yeah, and there's some interesting stuff coming out about that one, too. Now, the reason why you really haven't heard about it or anything like that was because there is no video. For some reason, there was no um, caught cams on that day. So, But I'll bring you more about that next week as I look further into it and find more information out. Okay, so anything else for me, y'all? East Coast, EC in the chat room, y'all got anything? If not, we're going to roll up out of here. I want to say thank y'all for hanging out with me today. It's been fun. I really enjoyed it. I got crunk up today, y'all. I got crunk today. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, but we're going to keep our own things for you, as I always do. And uh, hopefully we'll bring you some more insightful stuff. Um, next Monday. Don't forget, I only do shows on Mondays, y'all. I don't do them on Friday anymore, okay? Um, so, I'll be back Monday. And I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me. Okay? So, if there's nothing else, let's see. Remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation. Forgive with open heart. But make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and the best thing is, Learn to laugh at yourself. You laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. All right? So with all that being said, we're going to get on out of here. Once again, thank y'all for hanging out. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, and have a great week and enjoy your weekend. We'll take you out here with some OJ. Stay away to heaven. See ya. Enjoy. Walking the road of ecstasy.
Treasure. 